Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Mike Minotti, and I am a Nintendog. Hi, I'm Jeff Grubb, and I am a Nintendog. And we are the last of the Nintendo. This week, what is happening with Nintendo at the Game Awards? Also, a surprise Nintendo-themed Grammy nomination. And we are talking about our favorite Nintendo game endings. Jeff, how is it going? How were the holidays, my friend? I'm going real well. I, I think we should, uh, Mike was sick yesterday, so if it yes. sounds like he's speaking all his lines phonetically, it's just it's just him like letting his mouth catch up with his brain. I think like, like yes. we're gonna give him a lot of slack today because like he's doing this podcast. He didn't have to do it. Like you were you were sick yesterday. You were out of work. Like you could have so taken today off. So oh, no, um, I'm good. I so feel he, better today. Okay. My voice is uh yeah, it's a little strained right now, and I imagine as I. Get, the further I get into this, the worse it's probably going to get. But we'll get through this. I'm not doing any toad voices today. I'll tell Fair you enough. that much. Fair enough. I, and I don't think if I did it, people would be able to hear it anyhow because the NVIDIA broadcast for some reason does not consider that a human voice. So how it's, strange! <laughs> yes, how strange! How odd! Yeah. How odd is that? Uh, but yes, the holiday were good though. You had a good Thanksgiving. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I had a good time. Uh, it was busy. It was like a really busy uh, f- for me because my wife got sick. And so kind of kept me on my toes the, the entire time. The, the good news there is for the most for the most part through that through those days when I was like kind of nonstop doing stuff around the house or whatever, like putting up Christmas decorations, things like that uh, is uh, the, the Halo review build I have. I, uh, it was t- it was turned off, so I couldn't be playing it anyhow. Uh, I wouldn't have had time. So it was like good that it was turned off. And then when it got turned back on on Sunday, I started I sat down and started playing some more of it. Um, but then also I did I did spend some time in the the e shop. Uh, there were there were a lot of deals starting on Black Friday through like Cyber Monday. Uh, they're going to be going. I think they're still most of them are still going th- like through uh, today as we're recording this, and even tomorrow I think December first or actually that's like that'd be like two days from now. So a uh, lot, lot of those deals are still going. I picked up. Um, I did pick up Marvel, uh, Marvel, uh, uh, Ultimate, Ultimate Alliance, Alliance 3. 3. Yes, I got that. It was 40 bucks. It's not as cheap as I was hoping it would get, but, yeah. but whatever. Uh, I picked up American Fugitive, which is like a, an, an old GTA 1 slash GTA 2 style game. Uh, that was like $2, and that's yeah. like really good because that game's super solid. Uh, mm. But there was a, a ton of stuff. There's, and I discovered a website that's actually really good for this. It's called DikuDeals.com. It was, um, it like tracks and lets you know how low these games, like the lowest prices they've ever been if they're matching it or not or not or anything like that and so i've been just kind of trolling through there kind of saying hey is there anything i want to pick up um but yeah that's kind of it's kind of been my my time since the things since thanksgiving since we last recorded how about you yeah no it was good i had a great time i i I think i caught this bug from one of the disease sponges slash nephews or nieces yes yes yeah absolutely but hey i can't (laughs) complain too much like you know it, it you know i wasn't like ever like super like I was I was never stomach sick, right? I was just nasally, like, uh, 
throat hurt, uh, exhausted, sick, which is a better sick to have, I guess. So yes, I'll go, I'll go with that at least. Yeah. I, um, I, the weird thing for me is my kids, Emmy got really sick. Addie then got sick and I thought it was the same thing, but then Addie gave whatever her different thing was back to mm-hmm. Emmy. Emmy got sick again. Then my wife got sick and so far I have not really had to deal with what they've had to deal with. And I'm just like waiting for that bomb to go off. But I'm, I'm like, I'm not like a healthy person. I think quote, all that unquote. Arby's has built up your immunity. Yeah, you know, what? maybe that's what it is. That's what it is. All that good food. Arby's saves lives is what we've yeah. always said on this show. I don't. Yeah, and I think it's finally where we have some evidence. I'm gonna, I'm gonna publish it in a journal. I think. I think I'm gonna there write to Scientific America and see if we can get them to publish this. Uh, but yeah, now I'm ready to talk about Nintendo now, Mike. So what, what's going yeah, on today? I, I will say we forgot. I forgot. You said don't forget my lines. I forgot to woof woof. I'm sorry, everybody. You woof, no, no, woof. you. You don't wolf wolf. You from the beginning. You said you weren't. You were gonna go. Uh, oh wait, are you guys just say wolf wolf like like that? You do say that. Did you forget to do that? I forget to say wolf wolf. Okay. Even. Yes. No, right, I, from it. the beginning, I never was going to wolf like an actual dog. But right. I was exactly. Say the words. Okay. And we forgot to do that today, also. So. Yes, I apologize, everybody. Ah, the shame, the shame. Oh, well, we can start it over. The chat says, uh, no, 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 <laughs> no go to hell. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. No, we just <laughs> live with our mistakes. Yeah, that's how it is here. We live with our shame. Yes. Jeff, we don't have a ton of Nintendo news here, but we got some fun stuff to talk about. Why don't we get to that? Yeah, let's do it. So first off here, uh, Jeff Keeley's been talking about he has a world premiere. No, you can't do that. that was- What's she, that noise? She comes up with my my like instead of getting canned air, I got like a USB charger like blower thing to blow the dust out of my computers and stuff. And she comes up with my arm and pulls the trigger. And it just goes right into the mic. Now I don't know if that if chat got that because NVIDIA broadcast is really good at getting that. But I'm like, oh, that's gonna knock Mike off of whatever he's about to yes, say. That kind of like that. I was like, what the hell is that? Okay, <laughs> yeah, it, just, it had to sound like a train coming through. All right, uh, go sit down. Can you believe right. I'm doing a second podcast later tonight? Oh boy, my oh, poor boy. voice. We got yeah. this. <laughs> uh, the, all right, so Jeff Keighley's been talking about how he has a world premiere for the game award that he has been working on for two and a half years. So Jeff, a lot of people are speculating that it is Zelda because that kind of corresponds to when Zelda, uh, the Breath of the Wild sequel was announced. What do you think is happening here? I don't think it's Zelda because just because I think the um, the timing and, and like with the E3 trailer and what would they show? I guess I guess they could announce the name here, right? They could do that stuff, but uh, name maybe release date. Release at this date. point, they could say they could they could say holiday twenty twenty two at least, right? Yeah, I, for some reason though, they I can just, even pick a date in the holiday at this point, right? They could say November twenty. Yeah, you're right. You're, you're you're absolutely right. Uh, but all all that said, I just feel like. I don't think it's Zelda, but it's fun to speculate. Maybe it could be. And if it is, like, what would they do? And yeah, I think it would be something like release date, something like a, a name. At least and name. Then, yeah, at least name. Right. And then, um, and then you know, the new trailer that, like, because if they're going to talk about the name, and the reason they've been holding back the name is because it's going to be, like, reveal something about the world or something. Well, they'll probably show us that thing in the world as well in the trailer. So, uh, yeah, I, I guess that's all possible. It, but if it's not that, what else from Nintendo do you think it could be? If it's something from Nintendo, which we don't, I, well, we're assuming it could be, but it doesn't I have still, to be. I still think Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is going to, is the most likely Nintendo thing. Yeah be shown here i don't think this is that's what jeff keely is talking about here no. this this thing he's been working on for two and a half years i mean it literally could be anything if it's not zelda i don't think there's anything big enough to be what he's talking about here with all that anticipation and everything or something that nintendo would be working with him on for that long right. um 
So I'm almost not, I almost don't think that this is a Nintendo related thing. Breath of the Wild might still be there, but I don't know if this is it. People like this, I think just because that timing worked out, a lot of people are yeah. really throwing Breath of the Wild 2 in there, and that makes some sense, but hey, I'm a maybe, little skeptical. Maybe. maybe. Uh, or maybe it was just two and a half years of Jeff Keighley working with Chris Pratt on the Mario voice, and we're going to finally right. hear that. That's what this is really all about. Not that, that's my bet. I'm going to Vegas I for mean, that money. That's my bet. We, we could see a trailer for that movie. We could. I hope we do. Yeah. I think that would be the really, I mean, it wouldn't be the perfect necessarily like a showcase for it in terms of promoting a movie, but in terms of reacting to it out of nowhere, because, uh, oh, by the way, I think we might be reacting to that. And we'll be watching, uh, at least I will be. Uh, if Mike wants to join me, I don't know. It's like, an even. But uh, yeah. I, I like signed up to co-stream and uh, Jeff Keighley sent me a digital badge. So uh, we'll be we'll be watching that live. But like if that pops up in the middle of that show, it'll be like, oh, my God, here it is. I can't wait to see what this is and, and whatever they end up doing, whatever Chris Pratt ends up sounding like, it'll be incredible. But, um, you know, that's me just kind of get my hopes up there. I, I have no idea really what Nintendo could bring. I think if I were to put. If I were to like put my guess out there 100%, like say, oh, this is what I think is going to happen, other than Xenoblade Chronicles, you know, three or whatever it is, uh, it would be a release date and like maybe something new for Kirby, that Kirby game that they revealed. Yeah, so, oh, trust me, I'd love to see some more of Kirby. And the, it, I keep wanting to call it the Forgotten City, it's the Forgotten Land. I thank think. you. I, I forgot the yeah. subtitle. Yeah, I, I was just because it, it got rated by the ESRB. I feel like maybe that release date's coming up faster than we were expecting. Maybe and now's the time to show it off. Like it's a, the first time Kirby's going in 3D. Maybe you want to like. You I know, was something. literally thinking about that game in the shower today. So while I was slathering my naked body with soap, that's I'm what not, I was thinking about. I, it's the least surprising thing I've ever heard. Is that that's right. what you were thinking about while doing that? So yeah. Good. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Next up here, Zelda: Ocarina of Time. Fans have been working to decompile the entire game, and that project yes. is now done. That means that mods for Ocarina of Time can now get really yes. crazy all right nintendo p- people who work at nintendo shut off the podcast i'm very <laughs> excited about this i hope they release the pc version like they did with mario 64 yeah. uh that that like that pc port is so great uh you could do so much stuff with that um it just it also feels like you know this is preserving the game in the best possible way for the longest period of time and now they're doing the same thing with zelda ocarina of time i, I mean I was playing it again on the 3DS, but now I'm like, oh, I might start it over if they come out with this PC port and just load it with mods or whatever and just make it look super pretty. Um, Maybe even like, I hope someone does a mod to make it look like, do you remember the Space World demo for Zelda where it was like really polygonal and it was kind of like um, really primitive oh, yes. looking. Yes, I yeah. do remember like, that. I would not the famous, it. not the famous GameCube one, the the sixty four one. Yes, yes the sixty four one, completely. Yeah, evil. yeah. It, it just looked like maybe he was made out of eighteen polygons mm-hmm. like slapped together. And it, yeah, I'm like maybe I could get a, get it to look like that because that's kind of something that as a kid I always had that in my head. And I'm of course it ended up looking way better than that. But just in my head, I'm like that looks kind of neat how how it's just so primitive looking. But um. Yeah, I, I don't know. This is fantastic. Uh, this work is awesome. I'm so glad there are people out there doing this. Um, I, I do wonder like what they would do next. But uh, yeah, I, I'm like, uh, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I know. It's basically everything that you said. In terms of what next, I, I guess that like it, it might be easy for that whole team just to move on to Majora's Mask, right? Like, must be. I, I have no idea what goes into decompiling a game, but I imagine considering the similarities between those two, it must be somewhat easier to do that than this than to say, like, decide they're going to, you know, suddenly decompile Star Fox 64 or what have you. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, these are the two obvious games. And then we'll just kind of see what they're going to do next. Mm-hmm. 
All right, Jeff. Um, 13 Sentinels. Uh, I, I, I can't, you know, this is a word that's used in video games constantly. I guess A-E-G-I-S, Aegis. I don't know. Aegis, and yeah. I never know how to pronounce it. It's one of those words that I've read a zillion times because of Japanese video games. I don't know what an Aegis or an Aegis is. It's constantly in game titles and usually in the subtitles. But 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim is coming to the Switch on April 12th. This is by that company that did like, you know, um, uh, Odin Sphere and uh, what was the one with the ridiculous uh, body proportions? The beat em up oh, dragons. Oh, yeah, yeah. Crown. Dragon's Crown. Yes. Dragon's Crown. Right. That's it. Yeah. 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 So, the, you know, the, the guys witch with the stuff really on her chest. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Really pretty 2D games. Uh, Jeff, people love this game, 13 of Sentinels. I, I, I heard so much uh, incredible things about it. And I was basically waiting for a Switch port. That was like my excuse for not wanting to play this because I was very cozy with uh, JRPGs on my Switch. And my waiting has worked out. It's here. And I am very excited for this coming out in April. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i going to be happy to listen to you talk about this. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I, right, I don't yeah. need to play this one myself. I, I do know people love it, though. And in terms of... Um, if like if I were to play a, a game like this, which my understanding is mostly a visual novel, that's right. Is that correct? Uh, I think there's a lot of text. That, I don't know if I would call it mostly visual. Okay. I don't know very much about it, to be honest. Okay. I don't yeah. know. I know but the I, story's I kind of incredible. Been, like, blind on it, and I've been keeping myself blind on it because I know I want to play it. I just uh, was waiting for Switch port, so here we are. Oh, right, and, also, and, by the way, uh, Aegis, yeah, go ahead. Aegis, Aegis yes, and it's Aegis. the shield of Athena. Yeah, and, it, and according to, to uh, Merriam-Webster, uh, the it, it, now in modern terms, it refers to the protection, backing, or support of a particular person or organization. Uh, but yes, in classical uh, literature, it was yeah, the, oh, okay. the shield of Athena. It's shield and evokes all the things that a shield evokes. Got exactly, it. exactly. And Aegis, yeah, okay. Um, I, I, uh, I was, yeah, it's apparently it's, it has a very good story, and also on top of that, it's a story that only really works as a video game and yeah i'll be very excited to hear you try this out and, and you know even if like you bounce off of it i'm I'll, i still i know a lot of people like it so it's cool that it's coming to the switch yeah so that's something i'm looking forward to know um so smash Bros. ultimate is going to be getting a 13.0.1 patch in the nearest future this is going to be the finest the final balance patch which means this will probably be the less like super significant patch for the game uh, you know obviously outside of the character we knew they're done adding characters this should be the last final patch uh final patch final patch <laughs> unless they mess something horrible up here and that they go back in so interesting it's a kind of a big deal right because there's been a lot of balance patches like you know so there's been a lot of different states of the game right yeah, I mean, this, this is going to be the be final it. state yeah this yeah. is going to be its state for posterity like this is what the game is going to be when people go to back back to play it from now on this is what it's going to be and that's uh yeah that's significant that's interesting that's like oh yeah we got to kind of uh, hopefully they get things right and then there's nothing that people like maybe they add tripping in this one mike and then they just leave it in and they <laughs> God, never come back to it maybe they should that always be funny that would be funny God, that'd be incredible all right jeff this is maybe my favorite story this week all right let me uh, have it meta knight's revenge an arrangement from kirby superstar by the 8-bit big band featuring button masher right. has been nominated for the grammy for best arrangement instrumental wow. for acapella uh that's incredible it's up against arrangements of chopsticks a oh. song from braveheart and some, uh, some songs called infinite love in the Fucking struggle with braveheart Within. all right it's, yeah. Jeff, it's incredible going to the grammys website and looking at the nominations and seeing the words meta knight's revenge from kirby superstar yeah uh, that's that is incredible um i'm trying okay uh 
Can you vamp a little bit while I try to get get it? I just want to play a little, oh. like thirty seconds of it, maybe. Yeah, I mean, video. Yeah, so video games don't have a ton of uh, representation at the Grammys. And famously, that Civilization Four song won the infamously. Grammys. Infamously, and what did I say? Infamously. Yeah. Yeah, give me a break. Uh, you're um, right. I should have. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, even when the Civilization Four song uh, won, Baba Metu. That, it almost felt like because like that guy snuck it into one of his albums and not yes. like it was it happened like, years later when he actually yeah. got recognition for it. I don't think the Grammy board knew that it came yes. from a game called Civilization Four, but this like just you know come on, Meta Knight's Revenge from Kirby Superstar, and it just got nominated. Like how I almost actually wonder why this arrangement specifically did this like the Grammy? Do they look at all the video game arrangements that I, ever happen? And are you yeah, only like, I, nah? We need to. I want to like reach out to the the eight bit big band and ask him what the hell all of this is okay let's just i'm just gonna play a they little had bit to of it promote it they had to like kind of reach out and try to go yeah. through the process i guess yeah it's right here I just turned off. All right. Yeah, that's um, that. Yes. Yeah, it's so really that could, good. That's, I hope it wins. I hope it wins a Grammy. I'll yes. tell you what. <laughs> fuck, hey, get, fuck off, Braveheart. Yeah, go to hell, Braveheart. What is, I mean, I, I'm just confused. Like, I, I guess anytime that you create a new arrangement for music, can it get nominated for a new Grammy? I, it I, must I don't have know. to at least be like a commercially released version of it. Like this I must be from so. an album that they, I don't know. Cause these days, what does a commercially released album mean anymore? Right. So yeah, I mean, there's so, exactly. There's so much music and there's so many ways to distribute music that I have. And I don't know that world. We know the video right. game world. Nothing I about kind music, of understand the movie world to a bit, to a degree. Yes. I don't, I have no idea how the music world works. Right. Yes. I, I, I would have to like start from scratch here. Having someone explain to me exactly like how this song got made. Like, what does it mean to be like an arrangement nominated for best arrangement, instrumental or acapella? Uh, like how does the Grammy look, Grammys look into this? Like who's, who's who is the grammy like yeah i would need all of it explained to me but either way it's cool this is neat yes yes all right uh so i think that's it for the news stories today we're going into questions and then we'll get into our topic which is uh favorite nintendo game ending we've gotten some super chats so far you guys can send in super chats to ask us any of your nintendo questions or to tell us your favorite nintendo game ending or to tell us whatever the hell you want if it's a super chat we will read it and we will respond to it yeah but Yes. Are you uh, are you ready for these questions now, Jeff? I am. Should I do super chats or you want to do your do the questions first? Let's do the questions first and then Sounds we'll good. see. Same more super. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo Bro says, what is the best Smash Brothers item and why is it the home run bat? Well, I hate all the items. I never yeah. play. I don't play Smash Brothers with items. This was a point of contention. I'm Mike and I hate did. fun. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so, <laughs> it's so much. It's so unfun playing Smash Bros. without the items. That's why everybody who plays Smash Bros. without items everybody plays times a as bunch much. of weird perverts. That's why. No, 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 no. I'm not saying not everybody does it, but everyone who does play Smash Bros. without items seems to play the game significantly more often. Yeah, than but None of them are happy. Them you can look at them. <laughs> <I don't, why? laughs> They're all deeply, deeply unhappy with their lives, with the game. <laughs> no. What's your favorite item, Jeff? 
Uh, I, when I played on the 64, I, uh, I of course loved getting the hammer. I think it was, um, sure. maybe, maybe probably the most powerful one in, in 64, at least as far as I, like in my friend group. Um, so yeah, the hammer's the one I, I most remember. Uh, these days, I, there's so many items and I don't even They're understand. Selling I, don't, I don't understand the game anymore, to be honest. So yeah. yeah well, that's it. Yeah. That's evident. Um, <laughs> I mean, the Pokeball's fun just because it's like, oh, what Pokemon are we going to, especially in the Top 64 one where it was just shitty 2D like pictures of Pokemon that mm-hmm. came out of them. That was good stuff there. Winnie featuring Dante from Devil May Cry. What food would you make to be served at Nintendo Land, i.e. Yoshi omelets? Well, first off, I would pick Yoshi's cookies instead of Yoshi's omelets. I'd rather eat the cookies he bakes instead of his weird, unfertilized eggs. Uh, You know, a Nintendo, Super Nintendo World in Japan, you can actually get like a miniature version of Peach's Cake. From Mario yep. 64. That's, I guess, I'm well aware. Five. I watch those videos all the time. My kids are yeah. really into it, and they're like, "When can we go?" I'm like, yeah, when can we go? God, um, yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah. I like this question because I'm like sitting here thinking, like, what, what, what would I do? What would I, I like the, the mushroom looking burgers and stuff. Everything they do there, it's yeah, it's really cool. Do you, do you have an answer? Because I'm still thinking. I try to think if I mean God, the the birthday cake or not birthday, cake, but like you know the the princess yeah. peach cake was already such a slam dunk. I'm struggling to think of too many other like foods. From Nintendo games that I think about constantly. Well, like I think about I when eat. I think about food and Mario, I think about the cartoon and how they all liked, you know, yeah. l- lasagna and pasta and pizza. Yeah, they, they, they super stereotyped them, which you know, of course yeah, they did. Of, of course the, they did. Yeah, cartoon, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm trying. I'm trying to steer in the opposite direction of that. Um, I'm trying to even think of something that's not Nintendo. I mean, just as Nintendo, there's got to be. Like I'm sure once that Donkey Kong thing opens, there's going to be a obnoxious amount of banana. Banana, yeah. Sure. Um, I so I I would go with um, a bean based dish, uh, based on the Bean Bean Kingdom from Super Mario or from Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Um, I, just lots of different beans. I don't know. That's that that's what sense. I got. Yeah, that's just pretty be, good. Being crazy, I don't know. I can open up a noodle shot based on the, uh, the dubious the, food that, from Breath of the Wild is good. That's, that's good. pretty fun, actually. Yes, uh, that's actually pretty good. Yeah, we can. Uh, it could do something like a noodle shot with that one girl from Arms who's in Smash Brothers, Minmin. They could do a Minmin noodle yeah. shot. Yeah, fun. ramen. Oh, yeah, that would be fantastic. Yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty good there. You know, this is big business for these theme parks. Ever since, um, mm-hmm. ever uh, the whole fucking butter beer at Harry Potter Land that changed everything. Oh, I believe it. Yes, I mean it's the thing when I think about going, it's like I well. I don't know if the kids will like all the rides. They probably will. I don't know if they'll like, you know, any of the stuff at the gift shop. They probably will. But everyone's going to have a pretty good time sitting down at the restaurant eating this this themed food oh, yeah. that makes you feel like you're in that world. That's mm-hmm. cool. And, yep. and the, the restaurant itself has, like, big video screens for windows where you can see the toads making your food. Yeah. It's it's great, man. I, I do the voice go. of that, actually. They reached out to me. Oh, of course. Of course right. Yeah. yeah. That's why that's the real reason you can't do it on the show anymore. They have the exclusive license it's to true. it. Yeah. They pay. They yeah. pay for it. All right. Next question here. Dugan says, okay, so we're playing a game here. One's going to be delayed indefinitely. One will be canceled and one will be shadow dropped at the game awards. All right. All right. He says Pikmin 3, but I think he meant Pik- Pikmin 4. So we'll yes. say Pikmin 4, Breath of the Wild 2, or Advance Wars Reboot Camp. What the hell, man? Which one, Okay, so first off, which one is getting canceled? I don't like this. Uh, I get... Do it. I get, cancel Pikmin. Do it. I guess. I guess I cancel Pikmin. I don't know. My wife really like loves it, and after Pikmin 3 Deluxe, I like... I guess I I guess I'm in the mood where I could just play Pikmin 3 Deluxe over and over. 
But I mean, Advance Wars Reboot Camp is just a remake of games that I already know I like also. So it's like I, I could just go play the Game Boy Advance versions. Um, I'll cancel Pikmin, I guess. I'll delay. Um, I'll, yeah, I'll delay indefinitely is the same thing as cancel. Uh, it, I'll delay indefinitely Advance Wars Reboot Camp and Shadow Drop Breath of the Wild 2, obviously. I can't imagine it would never happen. Cute badge. <laughs> what would that even look like? Shadow That would be surprise. Yeah. Attack Best Buy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it'd be like it'd be weird. Yeah. Jayton says, "What is a game you'd want to see ported backwards? If that makes any sense. So, like any modern game or franchise, but on an older D-make. console. Yeah, yeah. make. I personally think an SNES Smash Brothers would be awesome. There's like that Flash version of Smash Brothers. It almost kind of looked like right. what I imagine like a Game Boy Advance Smash Brothers would look like. Um, gosh, this is interesting because so many Nintendo franchises have these really long histories that like they kind of have quote unquote demake versions yeah, and like some true. of the newer ones like don't make a whole lot of sense like Splatoon. N- not, I don't really want that demade. Like Bayonetta, I don't really want that demade. I don't know, Jeff, is there anything here that's that's popping into your head? Yeah, I, it's a thing that like I think there's a, like a, a 10% chance actually happens and it's that um that that prototype version of Breath of the Wild that they made in the in the oh. NES Zelda basically the NES Zelda's the look but I, you know I was going to say engine obviously it was like the new engine cuz they had the chemistry system and stuff like that um I would love to I would love to play something like that that basically you know enabled you to mess around with this world in a physics and chemistry based way uh but have those 2D Zelda style you know that art and graphics um that looked incredible if anyone's never seen that like you have, you have to look it up it's it's really cool how they like came up with all these these ideas in 2D Zelda and then to translate them to 3d zelda um but yeah I, I i would love to see what that would actually look like as a real game and i, I just think like there's a chance that something like that might still happen i might be more interested in xenoblade if it was like an old school jrpg like pixelated with turn-based combat again yeah. without so much uh voice acting yeah. <laughs> but maybe <Yeah>. not <laughs> maybe not um well, legend says if they did finally localize mother 3 with modern enhancements do you think it would sell well enough to matter, or do you think the game is something people say they want that won't actually support? Man, there's so much mystique around that game now. You have to imagine it would do something if they released yeah. it. I mean, at least it had it would have to at least make up the money that it would cost to port and localize a Game Boy Advance game, right? Yeah, and, and Little Rule Legend says with modern enhancements. I, I don't know necessarily if they even need to do that, but um, I, no. I think I think if, here's how, here's what I would do if I were Nintendo. I would start making a modern Mother 4, and I would announce that at the same time, and then as you do that, you shadow drop Mother 3 localized, and, you know, right. you know modern enhancements in terms of, you know, it, it's um, widescreen and stuff, and maybe has voice or, acting, I guess, maybe, I don't even maybe know. Maybe like a fast-forward thing, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't even do voice, voice yeah, acting yeah. in a Mother game, eh, Doesn't need, Yeah, you don't need that, right? Yeah. But I mean, so, you, can, you can do a compilation, right, right. From, uh, the three earthbound slash mother games before building up to mother four yeah. right and you just you shadow drop those and then you get pe- and then uh by the time mother four comes out i bet there's enough excitement for that 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 becomes a huge hit and i, I really think that a mother four that was made in a modern way would be a massive hit alex says will we ever get another nintendogs game you never want to say never but it's, it certainly doesn't seem like something that's going to happen anytime soon i they, they're doing brain a big brain academy and i feel like if they're doing big brain academy anything is that actually possible. is that actually nintendo 
the way I think they publish it, right? Um, Big Brain. I know they did yeah. Brain Age, obviously. Um, You're right. Big Brain Academy, Brain versus Brain. Uh, yeah, it is published. Okay, no, it's developed by Nintendo. Yeah. EAD. You're right. So, it's part of okay. the Touch Generation series, Mike, obviously. Yeah, um, it's back. Yeah, it's back, everybody. Touch Generation Man, is back. And the first Big Brain Academy came out in 2005. Okay, and that was actually still Nintendo on the Nintendo DS. It was just it was just separate from Brain Age. It's kind of weird to bring back this thing and not Brain Age. Yeah, uh, I, I I think that uh, Brain did they bring? But there was a Brain Age game, right? There was, and they didn't release it in North America. Uh, yeah. yeah, they released it for Switch in Europe and Japan. And we talked about this, and the reason that we talked about it on Games and Decides, I'm sure. But the reason they didn't bring it out here, I think, is because there's like issues with the fda and making claims about brain right. like lowering your brain age and stuff like that and a lot of those companies that ha- that offer that as like a subscription service have gotten in trouble for that and i think nintendo's like we don't even want to spend the time with the lawyers to figure out how to sell this game in north america so we'll just sell it elsewhere right but, um, uh, yeah i mean Nintendo was huge on the ds i feel like the 3ds games even though it was a launch game for that system didn't make much of an impact right and it's mm-hmm. like it didn't even seem to have many legs even though dogs have four legs huh? yeah but uh right like people stopped talking about that one like the discussion around the 3DS was how everybody was upset at the price. Not that everybody was really ex- excited or happy about Nintendogs plus cats. Yeah. Also, also cancel culture. Culture came for touch generations. You can't have. You can't be a touch generation anymore. You can't do that. That's anyway. Oh, that's uh, Reese Elliott uh, asks. <laughs> uh, Jeff Grubb thinks Game Boy and Game Boy Color are the same platform. Does that mean he thinks the Wii and GameCube are also the same platform? This is an excellent question, no, Jeff. What do you say? It's, that's a trash question. Um, no. no, it's 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 not. There's obviously a generational de- delineation there, and um, and there's not with the Game Boy Color the game. Okay, there's a, a small one, but it's not as delineated as it would be with with uh, w- like between the Game Boy and the Game Boy Advance, and then also the Game Boy and Game Boy Color is closer to like. Nintendo DS, Nintendo DSi, and 3DS and new 3DS. Now, obviously, it's it was in this weird spot where Nintendo didn't exactly know that's how they were going to do things going forward. So it kind of felt like a, a successor a little bit. But in the end, it's... Um, in the end, I still see way- you, and I still see a million people constantly talk about the Game Boy Color in a way that nobody ever specifically talks about the DSi. No one ever has to differentiate the DSi. Where's the line, the Where's the line Jeff? No one yeah. ever has to differentiate between the new 3DS and the 3DS. People just say 3DS. Yes, I know. What talking about. Yeah, it's it, it's a weird one. Okay, can we just say it's a weird one and move on with our lives, okay. everybody? Oh, it's yeah. a weird if one. If you're right. See, <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, all right. Fine, fair enough. <laughs> Okay, Jeff, I think that's it for those questions. I, I've been getting some super chats. Do you want to talk about those? Yeah, and, uh, yeah. And end with your first. Bef- well, no, never mind. I was going to say, don't don't talk about the ones with the endings. We'll get to those later. Okay. Oh, let's see here. Uh, from Slippery Moose Cakes. Jeff, longtime <laughs> fan from, of your work on Baywatch. I, nice. I, what, what is that a reference to? <laughs> Am I? Uh, yeah, okay. And then uh, have I have you. Well, your hair. I don't I know. You must so. look like somebody from Baywatch. I used yeah, to. That just used like to David kind Hasselhoff. Of, they used to be kind of cozy watching just because it's so that yeah. is so 90s right. syndicated um, TV, man. It's a certain sort of like, yeah, low vibes, it's, it's chill. Beachy, it's, yeah. you know, other things. 
Right. There was a, uh, a the celebrity deathmatch episode where it was David Hasselhoff versus uh, John Tesh, and they t- they called it something like yeah, like like low vibes television, and like yeah. the, they were trying to be who's going to be the king of that. But yeah, yeah I right, was uh, just watching. I was, I was just thinking about celebrity deathmatch yesterday. You're in my head, John. I'm, I'm right there, man. We're we're on the wavelength. All right, slippery moose cakes continues. Have you finished the Halo campaign yet? No. And if so, are you feeling good about it? Uh, I mean, I'm feeling good about what I played in the preview section, and you can read my my stuff on that. And I can't say anything else. I just can't right now. Um, yes, we, that's how we got in Nintendo jail was by being loose with embargoes. So, and this one is like review embargoes. So we this one I actually signed something, so I'm not going to mess around with it. Nice. Anybody, like it's like it's not like a normal embargo where it's like, oh, just agree to this, and if you screw up, we'll put yeah. you in Nintendo jail. Here, it's like there are legal ramifications. So it might be real jail. Yeah, it might be real jail. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll just we'll, hey, you'll hear soon. I'll say that my, my, I I think that the preview uh, impressions are should give you a really good uh, vibe about what people are thinking uh from casual dear dogs what's the pb and j of nintendo games so i guess mike first we should, we should probably define what is the pb pb and j of something like what does that mean it's like just kind of like basic it's easy it's simple but still kind of satisfying, satisfying and gets right. the job done and it's like a, it's like, it's not like a one ingredient thing it's a it's a mix still that so it's like there's some com- complexity to it i was thinking about the mix yeah okay yeah but not like okay yeah i mean god my first thought was just like that's what I think actually 2D Mario is to me in some mm-hmm. sense. Like uh, I like 2D Mario games a lot. I very very rarely get super ecstatic about them anymore. Like to me, like the 3D Mario games is like a filet mignon, right? And playing Super Mario Brothers one these days is like a PB and J. It's still good. I still like it. And obviously, there's a lot of other factors there with like historical significance and all that stuff. But that that that's where I'm going. How about you, Jeff? Uh, yeah, the PB and J of Nintendo games. I, I would say that, you know, I, I liked your answer, but I, to me, I think it's maybe Kirby games. Kirby games just feel like, oh, yeah, it's um where you're going to get something. You know what it is? You get something familiar with like the peanut butter and Kirby is like this thing that feels like, like a the character version of peanut butter. And then the jelly is there's like a lot of options there. You can use grape jelly, you can use strawberry jam. You get a little, add a little bit of a flavor on there on top of the peanut butter. And that's like all the mixtures that you could do with the different kind of gameplay that you have, you have with Kirby. Kirby's Dream Course, um, the Kirby, yeah, Kirby's... Um, uh, you know, I don't know. Every Kirby game feels pretty significantly different from the next one. Uh, involved. Yeah, yeah. There's all kinds of different stuff there that you could do. So yeah, I think Kirby's my answer. Um, got a couple from Jay Stud McLovin. Love how you guys validate super chats with real responses. Yeah, no problem. Uh, some streamers read them like a chore, leaving me feeling like losing this, uh, losing uh, like the losing sound from Price is Right. Uh, yeah, we we, we try not to leave people feeling that way. Uh, you know, and this show's about like your guys' contributions and coming in and helping us make the show together. So yeah, we always appreciate the super chats. And uh, and as always, you can always email us like that, like, you know, games plus podcast at adventurebeat.com if you want to get us without doing the super chats. But uh, if you want to like interact with the show, this is the best way or to join the Patreon. That's actually the most comfy TV watching ever is I'm back. Uh, I'm, I'm like 10. I'm, it's a sick day at school. My parents are busy. So I'm at my grandpa's house Price watching right. the prices right with yes. him. And he's got like cookies and Agreed. pop for me or something. Like, that is the most comfy thing I can think of in the world. Wow. Yes. Price is right. is definitely like the thing where it's like, oh man, I'm, I am I'm staying home from school. I am going to watch this. This is, yes, mm-hmm. I agree. I always loved it. Uh, Jim, Jay Stud McLevin follows up. Of course the boat, oh, you know, this is the ending question. So I could skip that. Um, all right, let's see. Curry Douglas, uh, Witcher 3 or Skyrim for the Switch? Both are on sale for $30, and I haven't played either. I, I would go Skyrim. 
yeah, I'm not I'm not sure how both ports hold up on the Switch. I think they both run pretty well, right? I think Sky, Skyrim definitely runs better. Uh, the Witcher yeah. Three runs. It's it is going to be you're going to feel the degradation of the like the lower resolution. Yeah, the but resolution more than anything there. But it it runs it runs fine. It's kind of a miracle port. Uh, but if all things all things being equal, what would you choose, Mike? Well, I'll say this. I think um, if you're more interested in just like the straight up exploration and role playing, I'd play Skyrim. If you're into it more for like a fan, a good fantasy story, maybe Witcher 3. Yeah, that's a, I think it's a good break. Maybe even better like combat mechanics too. I would say Witcher 3. Yeah. I got you know, teach their own. Uh, from Skittittles, uh, Jeff Monolith is obviously making a triple A sequel to Gotham City Imposters 2. Stop getting people's hopes up for another Lord of the Rings game. Yes, I probably I should not never have mentioned that last time I was on uh, Grub Snacks. Um, because it's it, you're right, Lord of the Rings game is probably not happening. Um, from MDY, can't talk about the banished, uh, let you lest you become one. Uh, or you can't, you, yeah, okay, so I think this must just be about uh, me what, not breaking the embargo right which one he kept by his banished is that one of those code names uh no banished is the is the the enemy group from halo infinite so uh they are the ones uh, that are on the zeta zeta halo that's banished jeff banished jeff banished jeff what the hell did i do what the hell did yeah, i do you know what you did uh, <laughs> from supernova hello jeff and mike do you expect the specifications of a powerful successor to the switch such as oled 120 hertz 5g uh nvidia nvidia tegra 2 or, or the or the latest version and or the latest version a strong battery and does it support dlss all right i'm not sure if i'm following this let's see here do you expect the specifications of a powerful successor to the switch uh basically i think do we think it'll have do you think those will be the specifications oh yeah 120 hertz uh a 5g nvidia tech or two or whatever the latest yes. version would be a strong battery that's and what DLS. it is okay 120 hertz seems high why would it why would it why would a portable screen need more than 60 hertz right am i stupid i mean i, I guess phones have 120 hertz screens now i don't know as much as i love frame rate past 60 frames per second i don't really see much no, of a difference you, no, I you, don't it, there's, it. Yeah, there's diminishing returns and it's different for everybody uh i think that between, yeah over 60 most people aren't going to notice i think and people would be like of course you notice after 120 obviously most people won't notice uh but uh i to me i think that there's a chance maybe 120 hertz makes sense if if they have dlss and a bunch of other tech in there to like you know like if they create their own sort of fps boost for like the native to games or something like that um obviously it wouldn't work exactly the way fps boost works on xbox because that's whatever it wouldn't work that way um but but even then i think 120 hertz probably is is a long shot i mean yeah the thing i most want is an ssd like an ssd that's what i was about to say i think the two things they would try to do obviously a better chip and ssd are are the big things yes. there uh, especially if the, the Valve thing's going to have SSDs, so, you know, we know we can do it, right? Yeah. So And it's going to support DLSS. Yes, absolutely. I bet and the battery will be pretty bad, because a battery is not something you can show in a sizzle video very easily and convincingly, right? So Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, it'll, it'll be like the early, probably the early Switch model. Yeah. Um, now, I mean, the, the, the new chip would be more efficient and stuff like that, but... Uh, like they're going to want to take some gains back from battery life and put that towards visuals if they're doing a new thing, specifically for the reasons Mike said, because you show it off in the marketing, how good the games look that that matters more than, you know, seven hours of battery life. Like they'll go back to two and a half to five hours of battery life, which honestly has been the range since we've moved beyond the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance. Like everything since then, all the handhelds since then, the DS, 3DS, the Vita, the PSP have all had about two to five hours of battery. 
battery life. So that's that's not wouldn't be surprising. Um, yeah, and I think my yeah that does it for the super chats. So, so uh, I'm good over here. Should we get into the topic? Yeah, you guys can send more super chats if you want to, and uh, we'll get back to the one that was about to the topic in a yes, second we will. here. You guys can send any about the topic or anything else you want to ask. But our topic is what Nintendo game has the best ending. Jeff, I'm sure that you've given this a lot of thought throughout <laughs> the week and you have a great answer ready for us. Which Nintendo game has the best ending in your mind? Uh, I did think about it and then I forgot it. And I was like, while you were giving me that little bit of time, I'm like, what did I think of? What did I think of? What did I think of? I, I have two answers. I'll go with my my one, though, that is kind of my answer for almost every question. Uh, Link's Awakening has a really good ending where uh, it, for me, Indians are about like building up the you want to it, it needs to deliver on the promise of the game. Right. It needs to be something that needs to be a payoff. And um, throughout Link's Awakening and spoilers for Link's Awakening and probably every game, Mike, because this is a spoiler filled topic. Uh, well, I, I told people to be kind with spoilers, so it's not too bad. But Link's, Link's Awakening is, 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 is an ancient game and it's your own fault if you haven't Everyone played. Everyone knows the new it's version. a dream. Don't worry. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a dream. Right. So uh, you go in there and it's uh, like, the, you know, you're inside this wind fish's dream and, and everyone's telling you this and like, hey, you don't know what's going to happen if you wake up the wind fish. Uh, are you going to disappear along with everything else? Like what's going to happen there? And uh and you go through and you defeat the final boss, which is kind of like this weird amalgamation of other bosses and Ganon and not quite Ganon. Um, and you, you take that out and you play the instruments and you wake up the windfish and it does these great Game Boy cut scenes to basically like, which are just mostly like static images, but have like really nice animation. They use a lot of cool tech to make that work. Um, and yeah, you, you, you see like the way the instruments play and wake up the windfish and you end up just kind of floating in the ocean back where you started. And I, I don't know, to me, just that that uh, delivering on that promise right there was just like, oh, yeah, that, that really hit me really well. I, honestly, my other answer was another dream game, but I'll, I'll see if anyone else mentions that. So what Mario 2? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's kind of someone asked about this. So to me, like the ending is kind of like the whole. It's the build up to the final boss, the final boss, then like everything that happens after that. That's what I kind of it's like the last act. Yeah, yeah. So. And the, the last dungeon in, in uh, Zelda Link's Awakening is also pretty good. It's the, 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 yeah. the dungeon before that is pretty rough, but that last dungeon is very good. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the whole just like seeing that egg on that mountain is such a unique image. Yes. You see in the very beginning and see even on the logo. Right. And uh, the title screen, you just like want to go there so bad the entire game. And it is the final destinations. And then like when it cracks and you're finally in there, it's really cool. Yes. I have three answers and two of them are pretty obvious ones. So I th and I think our community brought them up. So I'll let them handle those. But my other one doesn't get that much love. And it's the ending to Kirby's Adventure on the NES. Oh, OK. I love that one. I wrote about it one time, even. Um, it's so one of my favorite stories I did. It's just so like at first you fight King DDD, which was the boss from the first Kirby game. And at this time, this is the second Kirby game, right? Uh, so you fight him again, and it's very similar to the fight in the last game. Although, like the last game, it was like you fought him in a boxing ring. It was almost kind of like silly. It was like, oh, we're having a boxing match against this giant penguin. Here you're fighting him in front of the Fountain of Dreams. And it's like there's this gravitas to it that it usually is not <laughs> in the Kirby franchise. But Fountain of Dreams is so cool. I love I love that thing. They, they turn into a level in Melee, and it's been in a bunch of the Smash games since then. And I just freaking love that level. I love its music. I love the whole look of it. I love the concept of it. The Fountain of Dreams. Just really cool stuff. So you fight DDD, and then 
you beat him and then it's like oh there's actually a bigger threat and there's like I, I, i'm always a sucker for the bad guy heel face turns so that ddd like sucks you about and shoots you to the sky so then you have like the series of battles against the real final boss culminating in like this constantly scrolling battlefield planet thing where you're fighting this guy and you have the star rod and you're just trying to zap him Really, definitely the best uh, final sequence of an NES game. It, it was pretty incredible stuff what they were able to do on that 8-bit machine with Kirby's Adventure. Kirby's Adventure rules, but that uh, that whole ending sequence is what really made it special. Yeah, I, I, I played a lot of Kirby's Dream Land, so I never actually played Kirby's Adventure, at least not all the way through. I think I've gone back to t- test that a little bit recently. But, um, but yeah, I've never played through it, and that sounds incredible. Yeah, I think um, it's something you might want to look at on the uh, NES library on the Switch at some point. Go back to that one. All right, uh, let's get into these community answers here. First from our Discord, and then we can talk about the ones we'll be getting in these Super Chats here. Turbo Sean says, it's a tough choice, but my favorite ending in a Nintendo game is probably from Super Mario Odyssey. It kind of has it all, a cool boss fight, a wild escape sequence with a neat twist, and some cute comedy in the end. Actually teared up a little from happiness when the vocal track kicks in because I thought the whole ending sequence was such a great high energy ending to an incredible game. Yeah, I tell you what, I absolutely love it. I mean, I loved Mario Odyssey and like the only thing I was worried about is if it tripped up at the end and it doesn't. It did not at all. It absolutely stuck the landing. And that's such an important part with with games. I think the best games ever that usually have strong endings and we can see what happens when a game doesn't have a great ending. Like uh mass effect three had a bad ending and that seemed to like devalue the whole trilogy for a bit there. It kind of devalued yeah. the brand for a bit. It's only recently recovered to a point where people kind of like got over that a little bit. Like even for me personally, it, I still love breath of the wild, obviously, but my biggest gripe is that I think the ending is a little flat. Mm-hmm. That's my one gripe with that game. And like, I, it's not that big a deal, but I wish it was anywhere else. We, we said the same thing about Hitman 3 from this year, where the ending is just a smidge flat, and it just it, and you just wish at the fault. Deathloop is else. having the same problem where uh, yeah. it, its ending is kind of uh, like, oh, it just feels like it fizzles out, and people are holding that against it for sure. So, uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, the, the, I, I think um, Mario Odyssey is a really good answer, though. Man, that's that's such a good game. Yeah, I mean, the moment... Yeah, and I think, you know, not to a spoiler, but the moment where, like, you realize that you're about to capture, you know, capture Bowser, like, that's so cool. Like, yes. you're sitting there, like, what you can do, and, like, there's Bowser, and just, like, the games were teaching you the whole time, if enemies are not wearing a hat, you can capture him. And here yep. he is for the first time not wearing a hat. <laughs> it's like, wow, this is incredible. Yep, uh, and it's it's, it's uh, the, the music, everything there, it's just fantastic. Right, and the moment you, you, hit, you go into the 2D plane, and it's, like, the 2D browser spread yes. from Mario. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, what a just good game. Just killing it. Just killing yep. it. Yeah, just yep. ridiculously good game. Look, Giga64 says, parades are pretty great. What's also great is having one close out a big adventure. It's Super Mario RPG 11 and 7 stars. You get to see a parade of all the characters you've met along the, ra- the way. It's a great way to end a lighthearted journey and showcase the game's excellent cast of characters. Yeah, Mario RPG has a fantastic ending. You have that great parade with like all, like every little side character showing up again. They each have like different floats from their perspective areas. You got like the booster section. Uh, God, you had like the, the, the section with the cloud people. And you also get vignettes of what the characters are up to. Like you see Bowser and his minions rebuilding his castle and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Oof, yeah. No, that is very that is very, very good stuff. That's a good. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Nintendo Bros says, after uh beating after getting beaten up by Metroid Dread, having a moment of invincible fun was an incredible payoff in that game. And how they got there was great too. But I must say my favorite ending still goes to Twilight Princess. 
I cried at Midna's departure. I never been more sad for the hero in green. I know I'm partial as this is my favorite Zelda game, but the way this story concluded was an emotional roller coaster. I will never forget. Yeah, Twilight Princess actually did have another great ending. It has another great series of boss fights with Ganon. There's even like the little horse uh, section of it, which is really cool because that was a big kind of mechanic to that game. And uh, like a lot, like a lot of the Zelda games kind of realize that the best way to end is with just like a one-on-one duel with the human form of Ganon. That's actually yeah. what's most interesting and intense. That was actually when, when I beat Twilight Princess, that was back when I was having a lot of panic attack issues. So I had a panic attack at the end of it because it was like so intense. And I was like, because oh, wow. I was so in my head. I'm like, oh, right. I'm about to beat this game. That's so important. Oh, and like, you know, yeah, it was before I was uh, properly uh medicated for that uh, I, I never beat twilight princess because as i was getting toward the end uh my my, my wii got stolen which is a story i've told before and i right. uh, i never went back and played it although i'm getting i am very much getting the urge to go back and actually play through that again well, at this finally. point you're probably hoping for the for a switch exactly right? yes and i'm like trying i'm like going back and forth between that and maybe like just playing the uh, dolphin the version on dolphin but we'll see Hotsuke says, the ending in Fire Emblem Three Houses is so incredibly satisfying. Loved every minute of that game. Well, that game has multiple endings. So I wonder, I do, I could, I wonder which one I saw, but I saw two of them and I did like, like both of them quite a bit. So that's a fun answer. Kanubo says, does the end of Pokemon Silver slash Gold count? The battle versus Red on Mount Silver at the end is such an incredible finale. Uh, alone, the music gives me goosebumps. Yeah, no, that's great stuff. Uh, that's such a cool twist. Yeah, it's such a good idea. Like, you beat the Elite Four like, in the first game, but then it like opens up this whole second act of the game where you revisit the map from the first titles, and it ends with this battle from like against the little silent protagonist from the first game. And his party is just monstrous. Was it like a level ninety, like a level one hundred or something? Pikachu or ninety nine, whatever. It's 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 incredible. It was super good. Visualizer says the bad ending of Banjo Kazooie, where Gruntilda steals your sister's good looks and comes out of the transformation machine as a smoking <laughs> hot witch. Well, I never, I never specified, so yeah, that, that's, that's that, yeah, no, that's fair. Absolutely, everyone loves the hot witch from Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, Winnie featuring Dante from Devil May Cry says uh, second Mario Odyssey for best ending. It has a good, almost certainly pointless character moment, and that's the best I can say about it. Spoiler free. Yeah, there's yeah. some great the interactions with Mario and Bowser are incredible. Yes, they're very good. It's kind of like it's just kind of like acknowledges the fact that like it's like, you know, that that rivalry is so weird at this point now. Like there's like clearly not murderous intent, or maybe there is. <laughs> it's hard to tell anymore uh-huh. what's going on there sometimes. Uh Anderson 64 favorite ending is Wind Waker. Great last fight. Awesome visual to end it. The best Zelda conclusion yeah so that that's one of my answers uh would be wind waker that whole thing there with going down to like the sunken remains of hyrule um that that final dungeon is a bit fine whatever it's mostly i think you refight some bosses uh and 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 that's it but then like the final boss sequence against ganon and then of course the actual final uh fight with ganondorf where it's just a one-on-one duel you're on like the you're on like the top of this tower and the sea is like collapsing around you it's this incredible visual uh what what a great fun uh, boss fight like the ending of it where you literally like stab him in the face with the sword it's like whoa wasn't expecting that that's really cool oh yeah very very good stuff that was incredible like that was that's the opposite in terms of sticking the and the landing for the zelda series and that's why i probably still like wind waker more than breath of the wild yeah wind waker's ending is very good i mean it's memorable it's burned into my brain yeah i'll I'll never be able i'll never forget that image 
No, no, absolutely not. Schaefer says the best ending to almost any video game is The Conduit 2. It was an FPS for the Wii, and almost nobody played it, and I couldn't tell you anything about the story, but the ending cutscene is on YouTube, and it's incredible. Well, that's interesting. Hey, Sunday, we're going to have to look at that, huh? Yeah, well, yeah, just watch that. Dugan says, Star Fox 64 is an underrated ending. It varies based on which path you take and subtly baits the player to take another run. Once you get the final ending, you get a cliche but satisfying father-son moment. Also, the credit roll shows the Star Fox team running together out of the R-Wing ships. This is a tease for the on-foot multiplayer mode that you can unlock. Such a great game. No, so you're right. Star Fox 64, especially that true ending there, that actually is pretty cool. Yeah. It is cliche, but like it still worked for me. Mm-hmm. Napper says, Super Metroid, the final battle and the moments leading up to it are insane on your first playthrough. It's not often I finish a game and instantly want to start over. Yeah, this was my, uh, my other yes, like generic, one. Yeah. but probably correct answer. This will probably really be my first choice. Super Metroid's ending is just ridiculous. Everything with the baby Metroid for the yeah, moment. Talk about payoffs. Yeah. yeah. It's incredible. Like, with a game without that much story, but just something that was set up in the previous game and in the beginning of this game, and just that, that payoff and the way it's kind of echoing, but... Tw- riffing on the original metroid just very very good and satisfying stuff there yep um, it's the kind of thing that it's the kind of thing that can like carry a series forward for decades and it has right. it's like well we're still dealing with those story ramifications till today till through to today one of the like ending rewards on metroid dread is like you get concept art from like the other metroid games or concept art but like new art that they made and one of them is like from that ending from super metroid and oh it's it's really really good i just mm-hmm. like looking at that picture Wildfire Alex says, my favorite Nintendo game ending of all time is a title that has made me cry, scream with anger, feel total despair, and have hope for the future. It's none other than the game North America never truly got, Mother 3. The finale still has me emotionally drained, but it also left a major, indelible impression on me. Without going to spoilers, it doesn't end like a typical Nintendo title, or for that matter, a regular video game title, as it leaves the player question, what happened to the characters when the end credits start rolling? Wire 3 is one of the greatest stories ever told in gaming. I still tear up when the final music plays during the pivotal moment and the ending plays out. Honorable mention goes to Final Fantasy VI and Crown Sugar. Yes, those count as Nintendo games to me. Man, I sure did want to play Mother 3 at some point. People sure yeah. seem to like that game, huh? Yeah, people seem to really love it. And uh, yeah, I think it's a cool looking game, too. It's, you know, it was a Game Boy Advance game. So I'm like, yeah, I kind of want to go back and try it. Yeah, I'm starting to feel pretty stupid just waiting for Nintendo to port it. Like, maybe once I get my Steam Deck, I'll yeah. just figure it out. Yeah, it's a good idea. Everybody. I have a good way to play it, for sure, yeah. yeah. Jayton says, I always say, I say his name different every time. I say Jayton Jotton. I'm not sure. Uh, and he, then he corrects me, and I'm like, I'm never going to remember. I'm I sorry. Jayton Jay- Jay- sounds person. right. Jayton sounds right. I don't know why I want to give it a soft day. Jayton <laughs> is almost certainly right. I haven't beaten a lot of games, but the ending of Super Smash Bros. Brawl was satisfying. The last minute Sonic Edition and Boss Fight made me feel good. Completing it, man. It's a good thing Brawl has that subspace emissary solo mode because otherwise, I would have almost no reason to nothing redeeming about that game. That's right. Well, you know, Gerber says, I'm sure someone else will bring up Wind Waker because it's a true chef's kiss ending, but I want to highlight Mario 3D World instead. In terms of narrative, it's clearly not the strongest ending to a game, but the last minute of the boss fight where your Bowser problems are multiplied was absolutely incredible the first time I played through it, and it was one of my all-time favorite ending sequences. Looking up a video of the last level, I saw parts of the boss fight that I don't remember at all, so it's not love for the fight that made the final sequence stick in my mind. That final sequence, though, oh, baby. Yeah, that's that's pretty great stuff there. Yeah, man, these recent 3D Mario games really do have great finales. Yeah. They really do. And I'm not always a giant fan of like the law of Mario games lately have kind of had like the final challenge is like an obstacle course more than anything else. Right. Or like a running away from yeah. running away from Bowser moment. 
but that's definitely probably the best of them. That was pretty cool. I agree. Uh, Jeremy G says, got to go with Majora's Mask, a unique final level one boss. The end credits that go through the whole town and show me the mostly good things that happen to all the people as a result of you saving the day. All but tugs on the heartstrings a bit. There you go, Jeff. More motivation for you to play Majora's Mask. I, well, Majora's Mask, I've played a bunch of times, but uh, no, uh, I'm, yeah. I don't know why. I'm, uh, I'm thinking my brother. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. You're both uh, idiots. I get you two mixed up. That's fair. That's I get that. Uh, but but Majora's Mask is is fantastic. It's got a great. I mean, yeah, it's it's one of those ones where like you didn't know what to expect from it, and they really delivered on that story. Jeff, were you looking up Hot Gruntilda on on Google? Is that what's going on earlier? I'm just saying, like, there are, that's our the, the the collective Google search history of this podcast now is Hot Gruntilda and Daisy. And people are saying Crystal, but that's not us. That's our fans. That's our listeners. You know, we never said what the results were for our poll from last week, where we asked if people thought Daisy was a redhead or brunette. Brunette yeah, won. I, I, I think it's like that, two, to, yeah. two to one, I think. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I put it on uh, Spotify, too. And I think that might have ended. We could check that oh. later. Yeah. Alex says Pokemon Explorers of Darkness was has a weirdly emotional first ending. Your character dies. The best friend flashes back through your lives together as he tries not to die himself this morning and the god of time revives to you because all of a sudden there's a second half to the game well that's funny is the sports of darkness one of the mystery dungeon titles i can't hey, quite remember i mean to me it sounds like one but i mean that's just the word explorer doing a lot of heavy lifting there for me i, I have no idea mike it's gotta be uh reese elliott says a link between worlds is oh, fucking magical yeah. oh i'm not i'm not gonna say this part the revelation that blank will still blows my mind the music the gameplay and everything just come together a perfect end to a perfect game yeah that that's fantastic i i love that that's what my favorite final boss fight against ganon as opposed to yeah. ganondorf that, that that ganon fight is really cool the way it uses yeah, the uh the game. whole get stuck onto a wall mechanic and like the surprise where it's like the first time you actually find yourself you're able to attack while you're in the wall uh really cool stuff yeah i really want to play that game again i'm not gonna lie i've been thinking about it a lot lately Jeff, do we have any super chat answers here or just super chats in general now we can get through the rest of them jay stud mclovin says of course the best ending uh is uh, metroid and wind waker um yeah, yeah, so, yeah and I totally totally agree um and then um let's see jay stud mclovin has kind of a tangential topic here what big end game has the best post game i say super mario odyssey uh that that one's very good rain was it like uh not rainbow road what do they call it in um in Super Mario, Mario yeah, the Super Mario 3D world, uh, the one, yeah, there was just like it was like the different worlds, but I know, yeah, there's extra worlds there, and that those are also very good. Yes, I do I like Odyssey the most, though. I had a lot of fun yeah, just going back to those worlds and unlocking all those extra objectives, and the worlds were all slightly different. And you can, there's even new worlds. There's even like new things to do. Well, mm -hmm. there's yeah, a couple of new worlds. It's really cool. And then uh, Game Dad says, not a Nintendo game, but Red Dead Redemption is such an iconic game, and the ending is for sure a tearjerker. I wonder if Red oh, Dead yeah. Redemption 1 will ever come to Switch. I wonder if that's a possibility. Yeah, I always wonder why not, but uh, yeah. man, that, oh, that is a, yeah, that is an all-time great ending. I right now, they're too busy putting that. out the fires with the uh, GTA trilogy, so. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Absolutely. Uh, uh, we just got oh, another super chat. Yeah, Jared Helder. Not Nintendo, but Katamari Damacy's final level. Uh, yeah, Katamari Damacy's, it has, yeah, there's a lot going on in that game with that story anyhow or at least like with the characters and stuff and then they deliver on that ending as well yeah let me yeah. remove this this i just did I, I, I think i just realized uh, somehow right, none of our i don't think any of our mods are here somehow how's turbo sean not a mod i don't know we'll fix it yeah he uh, can handle these things <laughs> uh that does it for the super chats though uh so we're, we're all we're all caught up we have uh the entire thing so uh yeah uh, and any other any other games you want to mention for this i know you had like three so probably not but uh 
Yeah, no, the, the other two I wanted to talk about were uh, Wind Waker and uh, Super Metroid, and they got yeah. brought up because, of course, they're kind of the right answers. And uh, Kirby's Adventure was my one I thought that everybody would kind of forget about. So I, I, I will say I'm glad somebody brought up Mario RPG because I didn't think about that. Yeah. That is certainly a correct answer as well. Yeah, uh, and so, like so many people mentioned Super Mario Odyssey. God, that's yeah. a really good point. That is a really great finale. Yeah, fantastic. All right, yeah, I think that does it there. Um, and then, so Jeff, you said you bought Marvel Ultimate Alliance three on sale. How's that been going for you? Yeah, it's it's you know you were right. It's kind of it's okay. Like okay. yeah, it's okay. And I, you know I'm glad I waited for a sale. Uh, I wish I would have waited for it to be a little bit cheaper. But I'm like I'm enjoying my time with it. It's fine. It's Diablo with with Marvel heroes, uh, and, and not quite as good as Diablo, obviously. But still, it's like I I, I don't know. I am I'm enjoying it and. Uh, I, I, I wish I had someone like to sit on the couch and play with me. It seems like it'd be perfect yeah. for that. Um, but even even on my own, I'm still like, yeah, this is mostly mindless fun. I'm, I'm enjoying myself. I probably won't play through the whole thing, but uh, I'm glad I have it now. And if my kids, once my kids kids get to, get older, I'd be like, oh yeah, I have that game. Maybe we could just sit down and play that together sometime. So, but yeah, it's it's totally fine. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I spend any time with on the Switch this week, but I've been kind of busy with other stuff. So yeah, it's mostly been that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've been having a lot of fun playing games just because of uh, playing Halo and playing some Tales of the Arise, uh, Tales of the Arise, Tales of Arise. But on Switch, I've just been playing through KOTOR. I've been playing a lot of it. I'm made. I'm on uh, the last planet for the star maps. I've gotten past the big, uh, the big, you know, plot twist, which is still fantastic. So I've just been really enjoying that. So hopefully I'll be beating that around this week, I think, because I'm, I'm getting I'm making good. I'm, I didn't think I was going to play through all of KOTOR, Jeff. I'll tell you what. I was like, oh, here's the code for this game that they ported. And now I'm like, ah, this game's fantastic. I just want to play through it again. Good stuff. Yeah. But no, yeah, that's I mean, right, yeah, it's right there on my switch, too. I keep like looking I'm like, yeah, I want to get back to that because I just haven't played it in so long. And I, I, I don't. Necessarily need. I don't care about waiting for the remake. I just want to experience that story again. Right. So. It, well, it's focused. Like, I, as much as I am loving it, I, I do see like places where the remake can make. Well, yeah. I was going to ask you, like, wh- where, yeah. where? The, I think the big thing is just party member balance. So, like, like I love the droids, and I want to just have the droids in my party, but they're just not very good party members. Like the the Jedi right. are very very good party. Like the Jedi are overpowered, and like you kind of get that, but it's sure. also it's, eh, but, like, there's <laughs> ways on. there's ways to make the other party members viable as well. Uh, at least there, there should be. Uh, but, like, you know, do you think it's going to be a, a turn-based RPG sort of thing with the new I game? I don't think it's, there's no way it's going to be nearly as dice rolly as this game is. Right. Yeah. Uh, this right. is just like D&D, like, fourth edition. I can't remember which rule set it is, but it's basically just oh, D&D yeah. rules. And right. they're probably not going to do that. You're right. Yeah. No, it'll be a lot more modern than that. There'll be, there'll be a lot more cooldowns, right? That's like, that's the, that's the solution everyone has done. For all these things is having cooldown abilities instead of just having strict, um, you know, use whatever ability and it all takes up mana or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot, there'll be a lot of interesting things they can do. Just, just expanding it. Even. It's kind of funny. Like in my mind, these worlds are all huge. And it's not like they're, I'm saying they're like, they're small and it's annoying, but like the overall footprint of each planet is relatively small, especially compared by today's standards. Sure. So just like expanding it making a bunch more side missions, t- turning it sense. from like a 50 hour game to a 100 hour game. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And, and just not by um, adding a ton of new content, but by expanding what's already there, that makes a ton of sense to me. And I, I think that's exactly right. what they'll end up doing. Like, I don't want to go to more planets, but I just want to go to more of Tatooine and, exactly. and more of Manon stuff like that. And like the game, like suggests that stuff in the background and stuff like that. So right. there's like ways to, to do that. It, it is funny. Just like the times where you can actually just straight up tell like stuff was cut. 
from from the game. Like people constantly when you're doing the swoop uh, bike racing, people are constantly telling you like, oh, buy like upgrades for your swoop bike or a store be like, oh, you can buy your swoop bike upgrades here. And then they just don't have them. And you look online like, yeah, there's no swoop bike upgrades. That's not actually a thing. Like, oh, okay. Talking about swoop like bikes this- makes me want to play uh, Shadow of the Empire and yeah. the, the the bad swoop bike level. But yeah, whatever. I like that swoop. I mean, it was. Oh, I me too. Control it. But me I, too. Yeah. But I, but it's still bad. Like I can tell yes. it's bad, even though I really like it a lot. Um, that's, that's yeah, it, Jeff. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. Well, you got any plans for any games coming up that you're looking forward to, like th- for December? We're we're getting December. I mean, other yeah. than other than Endwalker, I'm just kind of yeah. I'm. Yeah, I'm actually there's like one more thing I want to do in uh, Final Fantasy 14 before Unwalker comes out. There's like one kind of side storyline I want to finish up and early access, I think, starts Friday. So play, doing play the Forgotten City this week. Not um, this week might be rough. We'll try. I'm going to play it soon. I promise. I'm going to play it before the year of the end. I am. Okay. My assumption here is Unwalker comes out and then that's that's goodbye, Mikey. Right. Uh, <laughs> I know. Well, I'll play so much of it that I'll eventually need a break. Maybe we'll see. All right. Forgotten City is a good palate cleanser. Um, All right, Um, Mike, I don't have anything else. Should we wrap this up? Yeah, I think that's going to do it. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening to Last of the Nintendogs this week. Oh, next week. I think our topic will be in in light of this Kirby. uh, I want you to nominate a Nintendo song for a Grammy. It can be anything you want. It can be an arrangement if you want. You can wait, make wait, up wait, a hang on. category. What's, which how do I which music do we use for the end now? Do I still just oh use cruising? God. I yeah, think you let's... just still use cruising, Jeff. Right. You got this. <laughs> I did go. it. You did it, Jeff. Great job. What a hot yes. mess. Yes, you are. You get <laughs> yes. Nom- nominate a Nintendo song, whatever you think that means for a Grammy. Thanks for watching, everybody. Uh, we yes. appreciate it. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm Jeff Grubb on Twitter. Uh, you I, can. You can come hang out with us on the Discord, discord.gg slash game mess. Uh, yeah, and then uh, Game Street Decides is on Friday. That's right. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tokyoto. Uh, check out uh, 90 Disney, my 90 Disney podcast. We're going to have a new episode up tomorrow about the Santa Claus, the Tim Allen movies. Look forward to that. I hope they announced Cruising Blast 2 at the Game Awards. That's what they yeah. should really do. They're, no, they're too mad that they got uh, slighted. They didn't get nominated. Yeah, they, 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 they got shaft. That's a, an embarrassment. Although, you know, if he call, if he just brings them on there to play that song, even though it's not like nominated or anything, still, it should be there. All right, everybody. Bye. Bye. Who's in style? With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.